Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the A70 Beyond podcast. Uh, it's been a while since I've been on. Hope everybody's doing good. Hope everybody's in good spirits. Um, today's episode is going to be a catch up on some things briefly. Mainly going to be about uh, the uh, the passing of the legend, the icon, uh, one of the top five players of all time. Kobe Bean Bryant. Um, well, a couple of things in the news that's been going on lately. You know, the impeachment process trial of uh, Donald Trump. Um, both the defense and prosecutors are going at it. Heard has been intense um, with, you know, them allowing certain aspects of stuff to be heard, witnesses and whatnot. Um, it's just weird that I guess it's weird to me because you just wait like to an election year or re-election year to do all this stuff. First it was Russia, then it was Ukraine, and then it's it's always something. I just think it's 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 just a made for TV show now. You just it's somehow degrading how we used to look at presidents and and how that how we used to feel about the office. I mean, we always had difference of opinions on, you know, what we think they should do versus what they are doing versus what they're not doing versus what, you know, world think we're doing. And, you know, with this president in there, you know, even people that you, you know, went to school with will defend any and everything he does and and you know find any way to be like no he's innocent he's never done any of that when it's live recording from if he ran as a republican he'll get voted because they're stupid to him saying that he would date his own daughter to a footage of him asking how old a young girl was and she was like 12 he was like oh in eight years i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna date her and they was going up the daughter the girl was going up an escalator he was coming down to obscene gestures he he said to disrespecting vets but folks get mad at cap because he took a knee and they associate that with disrespecting the flag and the military i mean this is weird to see people logic try to explain that oh no trump's not disrespecting the military like he's disrespecting vets all day vets don't say nothing about that but cap taking a knee and you know him doing his social justice thing and, and whatnot oh cap's a traitor yada 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 um, but I mean, it's just another waste, a wasteful spending of tax money. I mean, all TV shows have seasons and series. This is season four. So I'm, I'm season four ending, you know, going into season five. So it's going to end dramatically, but that's how I view that. Um, on to Antonio Brown. Um, seen lately, he's still been in the news from buying a, 
a bag of gummy Richards. I don't know where you get them from as a guy. I don't know what friend you was with or why would you order those and throw them at your baby mama, your situation in front of your kids and cops in a gated neighborhood in Hollywood, uh, Florida. Uh, it got so bad that the cops returned you money that you donated to them because they didn't want to deal with your antics and stuff. Then you turn around and you and you're trained to beat up a truck driver. Then you lock yourself up in the house. And then you turn yourself in after being dropped by your agent, Drew Rosenhaus, I think a couple of weeks ago. And I think one of your lawyers drops you. I just hope you get the help you need. And I hope you can get back on track. Because you were at one point and probably still are one of the great receivers, especially during that six-year span. I got Julio myself and DeAndre Hopkins, but that's just my preference. But I just hope you can, you know, change your circle and change your circumstances and get back on track, you know. Um, so this Sunday... We're going to go ahead and skip to Kobe Bryant. We, this Sunday I was at home um, just chilling, watching TV. I get a text from my cousin that says, like, no, not Kobe. And I'm thinking, like, maybe Kobe took a shot at LeBron because, you know, LeBron passed him on the scoring list uh, Saturday, even though he took that loss to Philly. He passed him. So I'm thinking Kobe tweeted something to say something. So I go on Google. And I see Kobe died in a uh, helicopter accident. So I'm thinking, nah, it's just somebody hoaxing, like, you know, super fan and took it to the extreme. And, you know, he, just folks, folks do a lot just for clout chasing. Um, so I go on Facebook. I see it on Facebook. I see it on Twitter. I see it on ESPN, and they confirmed it. And the first thing I was thinking was, like, does his wife know already? Because nobody was saying, like, in the reports, like, it's been confirmed or, you know, told to us by his wife, people, or representation that... Yes, this was indeed Kobe and, you know, whoever was on the plane or the helicopter. So, I'm scrolling Facebook. I'm reading certain, you know, certain people's comments and statuses. And y'all folks, y'all folks are quick to just throw anybody on, anybody on the accident. I've seen Rick Fox name, Paul Gasol name. I saw all his children's on the plane. I seen uh, his coach was on the plane. I've seen everything but was what I shouldn't have been seeing because nobody knew. It was just helicopter crash. Nobody knew was on the plane. You already know it was Kobe, probably his pilot. After that, it was just like, no, his, his daughter was on the plane. No, it was Rick Fox and Paul Gasol on the plane. And... Rick Fox's daughter with him. 
So I'm just sitting back and I'm, I'm just like not believing it really, because that's what I put on Facebook. Like, no, this can't be real. Like, so I'm just chilling and I'm texting my cousin and my wife and and our little group. And I'm like, they just threw Rick Fox on the plane and his daughter. They just threw all Kobe daughters on the, on the helicopter. So around four or five, you know, it comes out that Kobe's second daughter, uh, Gigi, was on the on the helicopter with him. So that that part stung a little because I mean, they relationship Kobe's relationship with his with his family and kids is like incredible, like especially his daughters and stuff, and. I'll talk a little more about that as we go on about um how I the first time I saw Kobe or the first time the my first time seeing Kobe live on TV or, or whatnot. But um just that part right there was like you know crushing because you know he was a not only her father but a coach. And, like, she had, like, incredible game to be that young. Like, it was crazy to see a 13-year-old, 12-year-old with a fadeaway and hitting it. And, you know, a, a Euro step or a step back. Like, like, it was just like Kobe, the female version. And you knew that was probably going to be trouble. As she got older and stuff. So. You know after they confirmed. You know. Who was on. Or how many people was on the plane. Because most people say it was four. Five. Total came out to be nine. Including. You know Kobe his daughter. Some of his daughter's teammates. Uh, a head coach and his wife from. A, a Juco college. And uh in California along with the pilot and I want to say another woman so now people lost their life you know my prayers are out to all the families um like it's hard you know I know they said Kobe went to uh to mass that morning you know talked to his priest you know Seem calm, you know. And you don't you don't expect stuff like that. I mean, Kobe used to fly helicopters, so it's it wasn't it wasn't normal for him to take one or to be seen flying one. Like it's stories after that he used to fly like on the regular until he got a pilot. Like I think I've seen two people that the one that perished with him and the, it was one before. Um, so it was just, it was just, you know, it's weird. And it was kind of, you know, difficult, especially with a person that was going into like the next phase of his life, because you don't really see athletes like of his caliber that's used to, you know, nothing but greatness. Like it's. Is greatness or, or nothing at all for him to you know win an Oscar in 2018 on a five minute video 
of uh, Dear Basketball, which was great. Like, I had to watch it in, when it came out on YouTube, and I was just like, man, like, this is, this is nice work. Like, he directed, narrated, uh, he worked with a guy that helped him, I guess, uh, structure it correctly, and it was just like, and he, he got something other players don't get. He got that Oscar. So, you know, I I had jokingly went on Facebook and was like, man, Kobe the GOAT. He got something Michael don't get. Like, Mike got six rings in Space Jam, you know, Shoe Deal, Haynes, Gatorade. You know, the list goes on and on. Kobe got five. He had a shoe deal with Adidas, shoe deal with Nike, you know, Black Mamba. But he got that Oscar. That Oscar is like, that's nice. And you see like his, the things that he are doing, like he's, he's taking that focus he had on basketball and put it towards something else. Like from either investing to writing kids books to coaching his daughter's uh, basketball team to helping any individual player in the NBA work on certain aspects of their game to the 30, I don't know if it's the, thir- I know it's not 30, 30, to the detail uh, a gig he had with ESPN with detailing certain players and certain games and stuff. Like, Kobe was out there doing like a lot of, a lot of stuff that, you know, that was, you know, replacing, you know, filling that void of basketball and, you know, he just found another area to be competitive in, even though he didn't, he wasn't competing with anybody, but he made it feel like he was competing with somebody because he was like, you know, if I put out something, it's got to be great. I don't do average. I don't do okay. You know, it's got to be great. So to see, you know, put down at the age of 41 and, you know, with his daughter, and you know her daughter, his daughter's friends and stuff and family. You know they hit, they hit a lot of people close to home because I got a couple, you know, friends and stuff that have daughters. But I think you know having children in general, knowing that a situation like that, you you're helpless. Like you can't you can't do anything in that situation. Like it's it's. It's a moment in time where you're either trying to, you know, talk to her and have a focus on you, you know, calm her down or, you know, you're you're trying to be that strong one, knowing that something is, is not right. And for it to end like that, you know, it had to be a traumatic experience. So... You know, I pray for everybody involved. I pray for all his teammates, you know, people that know him, you know, people that were close to him. Um, yeah, it's just been kind of like just, just weird in general because you don't expect like Kobe to be gone at 41 and his daughter Gigi at 13. Like, you expecting Kobe to be like, 56, his daughter getting ready to sign her national letter intent to play for 
you know, whoever she want to play for. And seeing her in college do her thing. And then she goes to WNBA, maybe gets picked up by the Sparks and, you know, leads them on the run. Then she retires, you know, just, you know, the kind of storybook ending that you you would, you would like to see happen, but for it to be cut short at 41 and for his other three daughters to be left, you know, and, and her, and his wife to be left, not only losing her husband, but a child. That's a, that's a, you know, and a sister, you know, that's a double. That's like a lot, to, a lot to, you know, deal with in process. Um, but my, earliest members memories of Kobe were uh, I want to say I was watching ESPN one day and they I was watching the McDonald's All-American game and usually you know they show you know highlights of you know certain players when they was in, in, in high school so I just remember them showing a bald-headed kid from Lower Miramar High School in Philly were number 33 and he had dunked on somebody and so you know the crowd you know was going crazy he was standing in front of the camera and he threw up the omega sci-fi hooks and so i was like oh okay okay so so either he you know in in their auxiliary group or he got permission from somebody Come to find out, I think one of his sisters were dating, was dating. Her her boyfriend was an Omega, so he I think they, he was in the crowd, and so he threw it up at him. I was like, okay, this this guy's nice. So he he enters the draft. He announced it at high school. I remember seeing that on TV. He's gonna enter the draft because I want to say he came a year after. No, they was in the same draft. It was AI. It was like Ray Allen, Stephon Marbury, uh, Marcus Canby, Cameron Garnett. I want to say Sean Resper went like number eight. Uh, and Kobe went 13 to Charlotte. And so I was like, okay, you know. And I think like maybe right after they announced, they announced his rights were traded to LA for Vladdy Divac. So I was like, okay, he's going to go to L.A. I was like, but well, he's going to have to sit because you had Eddie Jones. You had Nick Van Exel. Uh, I'm not saying that he went better than some of these players. Like Anthony Pilla, I think, was still there. I want to say Cedric Sabalas was still there. I think he was still there. And you had, like, Ed Campbell. Uh... Oh my God, it's been so long. But you had like George Lynch. Like he was still there. So I think that same season they they did that in the draft, they got Shaq. So then you had the lineup of Nick Van Axel, Eddie Jones. I want to say George Lynch was at the three. Ed and Campbell. And you had Shaq. And then you had like Kobe and... Anthony Pill, I think, was coming off the bench. It's been a while, but like he showed, you know, glimpses and stuff. Dear Harris was the coach. 
you know, when you, back then the NBA, you know, they didn't really just start them young, young. I mean, I know KG started early, but, you know, Kobe didn't start that early. But he he got good very fast because that following year, they traded Eddie Jones away. And they still, I think they, yeah, they still had Dale Harris. They lost to Utah because he shot like two or three air balls. So I was just like, okay, this guy's going to be, you know, he going to be, he going to be something in the league. Like, take in mind, I'm a Spurs fan. I've been a Spurs fan since I seen David Robson drop 71 on the Clippers. And I thought that was amazing because that was the first game I watched on TV. And I thought it was just like, man, he scored 71 points. So that's how I chose my team. I mean, I recognize that Michael Jordan was great. And he had Chicago. But I like the Spurs just off that one game. So I'm a Spurs fan. But like watching Kobe, you know, with the Lakers, especially when they got uh Phil Jackson after the the lockout season with the Spurs wanting to beat the, the Knicks in seven games. Oh, let me back up. And Kobe went in the dunking contest. I wanna say he faced off against Oh, who did he face off against? Because he won the slam dunk competition by going through his legs. I don't know who he had to face. But I want to say that was the only one he won. That's the only one I think he participated in. I want to say that was his rookie year or his second year. So, um, like I said, once they got field and they inserted that triangle and got some new pieces like, you know, Rick Fox, uh, I want to say Horace Grant, um, Ron Harper came over. Uh, he had like a de a decent bench. Tyrone Lou. Um, he had a couple other cats. Robert Horry. So they went on their three peat, and they. I used to like. Like I used to talk trash to my friend brothers because I'm a Spurs fan. So, like. I had to ride with my Spurs every time they played them. Like, yeah, Spurs going to win. Like, knowing that Bruce Bowen could not really check Kobe Bryant. Like, no matter how hard Bruce went at him or whatever tactics he tried or tried to play him a certain way, like, Kobe was nice. Like, even in them spaceship Adidas, like, Kobe was just, he was just nice. Like, just watching him just take over a game. It was just, it was nice. So, when they won that three-peat. And this is what folks, like, get 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 the wrong idea about the Shaq and Kobe relationship. Most folks, and they could be right, most folks think Kobe ran Shaq out of L.A. But if you ever watched that conversation they had on TNT or even some of Shaq's conversations, after he, you know, calmed down and, and whatnot, that he would tell you that Jerry West came to him. And I want to say Dr. Dr. Buss, 
about them not wanting to pay so much money for a guy that was over the age, a certain age, whatever old Shaq was going to. So they traded him to the Heat. I want to say they got like Lamar Odom. That's the only guy I know that came that was worth in the in the trade package they got was Lamar Odom. So he ended up going to the Heat. And I want to say he won a title a year later with D Wade and him. But most folks think Kobe went and said, man, Shaq, you need to get rid of Shaq. It's either me or Shaq. Because, I mean, I heard rumors about Kobe, which you know, they came from Kobe Mouth about wanting to be traded. Either wanted to play for the Clippers. Uh, I want to say one free agency. He was free. He wanted to go play for the Bulls. Uh, I don't know if this was true or not, that he wanted to play with the Spurs. But I can see that because... You know, but I could see it because I think Kobe and Pop would have worked like perfectly in that system with him. And especially if Spurs don't got to give up nothing, you just plug him in. And then you got Ginobili coming off the bench along with like Steve Jackson. I want to say he was Steve there, still there like that. That would have been a nice squad, but it never happened. He stayed 20 years and, you know, with the Lakers, you know, went through the, the lows with, Losing to Phoenix, you know, losing to the Mavs, uh, with Smush Parker and Kwame Brown, uh, like just a bunch of people that you was just like, man, like Kobe going through. And then when he got Paul Gasol and, and Andrew Bynum, they won back to back. And then, you know, they broke up the team. You know, sent off pieces and the Dwight, you know, didn't work out. The White Howard situation didn't work out because Kobe is like, hey, man, I need you. I need a game. I don't need this Superman character. Like, I'm serious. And some people can handle that. Dwight at that time couldn't handle it. So, but just watching Kobe through his career. Like, to me, he was the closest thing to ever come to Jordan. Like, I understand people have their rankings and how they want to rank folks. My ranking is uh, Jordan, Kobe, Kareem, Duncan, Magic. That's mine. Like, I know folks ain't going to agree with that. That's my rank. Um, it's just, you know, it's unreal, like, to know that you know Kobe won't give that Hall of Fame speech because you know it's, it was gonna be arrogant. Like you, you know, it was gonna be, you know, beautifully spoken and, and written because. Most people gotta understand Kobe, even though he he played high school in Philly and stuff, he grew up mainly in Italy. Cause his dad played overseas for a while. So like he, he was a he he experienced a different 
a different culture than what he got when he got over here. So he messed them together. Like, I look at Kobe like a renaissance guy because, like, like his love and passion for the game, but could also, like, inspire others contrary to the belief of he didn't have any friends or he didn't have any people that liked him. Like, Kobe was that had that old school mentality of, like, how they used to have back in the day, which is, you know, we can compete. Obviously, we can be cool, but once I go back into, you know, getting prepared, I, I don't know. Oh, I ain't training with you. I ain't playing with you. Like, you do you, I'm going to do me. So, you know, for, you know, see some of his friends, you know, hurt, you know, like T-Mac, you know. Um, that was a hard interview to watch, um, especially with the um, – Especially knowing that, you know, what T-Mac had revealed in his interview about Kobe, how Kobe spoke about, you know, wanting to die early and all this stuff. And that was probably before having kids and stuff. And so it's like. So, you know, hush. So, uh, you know, It's just, you know, uh, you know, difficult to, you know, because you see all these people coming out now that you, like, Kobe had a way with talking with folks. Like, you, you don't have to be, you know, cheesing on the court, smiling, buddy, buddy. Like, compete within these lines afterwards yeah that's cool so that's what set kobe you know apart from you know other greats of the game um but you know a lot of people gonna miss that guy you know hope the nba does something you know either retire you know eight and 24 um talks about you know, logo change. Uh, Jerry West said he don't mind. Pretty sure. I mean, most people think he would go to Jordan. I'm pretty sure Jordan would, you know, defer to Kobe. Um, but, you know, a lot of folks don't miss that guy. You know, people that watch the game. You know, people that discuss the game. People that tried to gloss over his like five rings, like like oh he didn't he didn't really you know 
do anything except those last two. He had Shaq. He had the most dominant player in, in the game. And you know, it's a couple it's a couple, you know, uh on air T V personalities like one come to mind is Nick Wright. Like he enjoys saying stuff like reckless because the NBA is different from how it how it was played to how it's played now. So Kobe came in on how it was played and then played all the way into how it's played now. So they view everything he did as oh he 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 he's he's behind LeBron. But when you ask people how and Nick was like and all Nick Wright always leads off with well he's more efficient and he makes his teammates better. And it's like but but how? Like how many all stars has LeBron made? Like how do you make a person better? But when you leave they they go back to you know not being as great. Like Kobe is a score. You can't compare a score to a facilitator. A mainly facilitator. Like LeBron is great, but those are two different styles. Like Kobe's approach to the game, how he takes pride in his defense, uh, uh, free throws, preparation. That it is. I'm going. I'm giving you 48 minutes every game. Like you can't compare that. You can't. Can't sit up there and and keep diminishing or changing the how you define greatness. Like that's one thing I wish he Nick Wright would stop doing is is you know redefining uh greatness and how <laughs> Kobe is not greater than LeBron. Like I don't you can miss me with that conversation. Um but brings me to my next uh topic and we still talking about Kobe. Man, get off these conspiracy theories. Cause I saw one today I looked at it yesterday. I was like, nah, I ain't got that kind of time. So I checked it out this morning. <sighs> Umar Johnson. I know the video he talking about that he think he saw. Because it's also the video that a family member of mine had posted on Facebook. That I want to say the title says final moments but it's really not the same helicopter it's a totally different helicopter but he is saying in his video that the propeller stopped well first of all he said how do you do a, a system check on a helicopter how do you check the propellers you can't get up there and check the propellers you still have protocol to do Kobe's flown on and off 17 years. His pilot was an expert. The video that you were looking at, yes, it was clear as day because I seen the video. The video that they just released now, you can see that it was 
foggy in LA when a helicopter passed over somebody's house or apartment. So you can see the fog. Like you can't say it was sunny. You can't say you flown in fog in Africa. And it's conspiracy. White supremacy. What's my third rule of white supremacy? They are savages. Like you you were spewing ignorance. Like and it's sad. Like you you jump to a conspiracy theory. They killed Kobe because he was in the middle of a lawsuit with a pharmacy a pharmaceutical company over the use of the name Black Mamba. So Kobe been using this name, I'm gonna say around uh when he went to twenty four. The number 24 when he did the number change like and he's been using it and then he kind of shortened it sometimes he go by mamba so it's just really like so they they are here knocking out folks over over a name that that nobody owns that comes from a snake like but that's why that's why they knocked them off because the pharmaceutical place knocked them off because of that like Umar you reaching bro like I know you probably never hear this podcast but do have stuff you be saying sometimes it's trash man like like for you to even go that route it shows what kind of human you are for you to even believe that kind of nonsense because you said it was a real ritualistic or ritual act because LeBron passed Kobe in Kobe's hometown so he had to die like bro listen to yourself if if we going by your logic why why wasn't why nothing didn't happen to Jordan when LeBron passed Jordan or why ain't nothing happened to the other ones that he didn't pass but he get to Kobe. Oh, something gotta happen. It, it's he did in his hometown. Like bro, you you like you sound like you sound very ignorant. Like you you sounded like you just did it for clout chasing and clickbait. Like promote that school you got that you think you got that you still trying to raise money for. Like do that. Don't 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 clout chase. Don't put out something. Or go watch YouTube and be like, man, I'm gonna put that on my platform. I'm gonna do that. Like, no, that that you look thirsty out here. Like, you look like a clown right now. And that goes to all, you know, folks that either the reporter that wanted to post an article dating back to 2013 that that talked about his rape case, to the comedian that made uh, the "Thank God Kobe's Dead" uh, video, to uh, the woman that said the N word on on TV and lost her job. Like y'all gonna get y'all gonna get enough of you know disrespecting you know folks out here because don't nobody die clean. It's not a soul. It's not a soul walking this earth that's gonna that's gonna die with with not having a speck on them. That's like everybody done dirt. Everybody got something in their closet. And some of y'all forget 
you know, that y'all got a closet that y'all may not want open. Like, so, you know, kill the conspiracy stuff. Like, this man ain't even in the ground yet. And y'all coming up with these wild conspiracies. Hell, I even heard a guy from from work. that's like, man, he was killed, man. He, man, it all has to do with the stars and constellations. How how Saturn was in in retrospect with Venus. Like, bro, like, hey, this dude ain't even been buried yet. You talking about a conspiracy? Why was he killed, man? Because he was out there. He was he was doing stuff for the community, bro. <laughs> okay, man. Like whatever. <laughs> Like, dude was doing a lot. Yeah, he was bringing more attention to women basketball. You know, he was saying stuff like some women in the WNBA is, can actually play in the NBA, which is probably true. I don't know. I I, I would like to see it, but it's a different physical. You know, it's, it's, it's more physical. Well, they probably could because it's not as physical as it is, as it used to be in the NBA. So, yeah, there's probably a couple female basketball players they can play. Um, but all that noise on, man, 24 minutes.